Hi there. I'm very excited about my guest, but before I get to my guest, I have a little message from our sponsor. Hi there, Sam Sorbo here. You've heard me say that if you send your kids to school, you're allowing the internet access to them. When you give your child a phone, you're not giving them access to the internet. You're giving the internet access to them, but there's a way that you can mitigate for the dangers that that implies. And that is with the Canopy app. Uh, I've talked to the people at this company and they're they have your child's best interests at heart. They screen images that come through on the phone and they blur out the sections that you don't want your kid to see. They actually can in real time prevent sexting and other things that happen with phones. And so I would encourage you to take a look at Canopy and uh, use the code SAM at checkout for a special discount. Thanks so much. Bye. All right. Welcome back to the Sam Sorbo show. I'm back with my guest, John Stamper, who has written this fabulous book, Conflicted. And this is like a confessional of somebody who went 13 years teaching in the public school system, the last of which was rife with issues. But he was telling us about how he grew up and how his current situation at the time when he was still in the schools, he since resigned, conflicted with the way that he was raised. So take it away. Sure. So I was raised in a, a Christian home in rural Indiana. Um, my parents were new Christians around 1985, the time I was born. And in our small town of Indiana, my older siblings were in the public schools and I was too young to begin. But uh, right around the early 90s, our public school system had a tradition of allowing groups from the community into the school to give their their spiel, their presentation, the 4-H club, Boy Scouts, and the Gideons were one of those groups. They would come in and distribute Bibles to fifth graders, anyone who wanted one. Um, and this was a tradition that the school wanted. But uh, one parent sued the school corporation, citing, you know, separation of church and state. Uh, it went to um, went to court and the court sided with the school system saying, hey, the Gideons can still come and distribute Bibles. Then it went to the Indiana Supreme Court and it was overturned which meant that the Bibles could no longer be distributed. So this is what prompted my parents to pull my siblings and me out of the public school system. Um, they were new Christians, wanted to give their kids a biblical understanding, a biblical uh, foundation and background. Um, and it was a difficult thing for them because they're just your average average folks. My dad was an iron worker. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. Um, well, they were pioneers. They, I, you know, th this, this was unheard of. You're doing what with your children? Why would you ever do that? Now, just to be clear, you weren't in school yet because this was happening. It wasn't actually personally affecting your family or did you have siblings that, that, that were sort of personally affected by this particular decision? I had three older siblings that were in elementary school at the time. And I was probably four or five at this time. Uh, so I wasn't yet in the system. Um, so my parents decided to make that decision and pull us out to homeschool us. This is early nineties. So homeschooling is even less popular than it is now. Yes. Um, uh, and my mom decided to write a letter to our small town newspaper, um, a letter to the editor, kind of citing, you know, her stance on, uh, you know, it, the the letter was titled um, "Lack of Bible Leads to Moral Decay," and she cited all the issues in society of divorce and depression and suicide and this and that, and how you know they were uh, happening along with the removal of the Bible and the Ten Commandments. Well, it turns out that my mom's letter to, letter to the editor. Uh, got picked up and was published in the Associated Press coming out of New York City, a national publication. And um, she didn't know that until the Maury Povich show called and invited her and my dad onto the TV show. They were like, 
you sure you got the right people? Why are you calling me? And then they found out that the letter got picked up somehow. Um, and then the Phil Donahue show called and they invited my parents onto the show to kind of oppose Madeline Murray O'Hare. Now, if you don't know Madeline Murray O'Hare, she was the president and founder of the American Atheists, yeah. the largest atheist group in America. So my parents prayed and decided, I think this is where the Lord wants us. And they were obedient. They went out to New York City. They appeared on the Phil Donahue show and they were debating Madeline Murray O'Hare. My mom and dad, just regular folks from Indiana. And, um, you know, during the taping of the show, Miss O'Hare was saying, Christians really haven't done much for society. You know, they really hate me. Christians don't like me. Um, just kind of bad mouthing Christians. And then at the very end of the show, my parents were the last to speak. Um, and if you know the show, like people can call in and ask questions. Uh, members in the crowd get to stand up and ask a question. So he introduced my parents, Phil Don, who did. And right away, my dad stood up and spoke to Miss O'Hare and said, you know, Miss O'Hare, I'm a Christian and I don't hate you. In fact, I love you. And Jesus Christ loves you. And it, was, it became an opportunity for my dad and my parents to share the gospel on national television. Um, and, you know, and during the, um, during when my dad was speaking, he, he brought up how the phrase separation of church and state uh, is not in our constitution, but it is in the founding documents of the USSR. Um, and long story short, uh, you know, what the all, what it all boiled down to, what I took away from it was, I knew the reasons why my parents decided to homeschool us right? That's what I took away from that. I don't remember any of the lessons that I did when I was homeschooling, very few, but I remember why. They wanted to prioritize the word of God. And when I was going through my situation with Chicago Public Schools, 30 years later, I was able to reflect on what my parents did. They were obedient to God, why they did it. They prioritized the word of God. And that was a great encouragement to me. So the point is, parents, you matter. The stands that you take in front of your kids matter to your kids. They're going to remember. They're going to remember why you do what you do. So that's my encouragement to parents and teachers, you know, in the current situation. Wow. Okay. I, that took a twist. I was not expecting. Um, fabulous. Really. That was beautiful. Beautifully said. Uh, and it, and the reason I'm just going to dissect that just a tiny bit. Um, sure. Cause I don't, cause I don't want to, I, I like it to stand the, just the way you said it, but I do want to point out, we focus in the United States because we've been trained by the schools to focus on education as equivalent to academics. And so when you point out, you don't remember your lessons, that's because it's not about the academics. It's about how your, how your behavior is informed by your convictions. That's what education is about. And so your parents were educating you. They weren't homeschooling you by their actions, but they educated you by their actions. And what I love, okay, so, but if you back up, when you say that your parents were chosen, these, forgive me, nobody's from Indiana were mm -hmm. chosen to debate the nationally renowned debating atheist person, right? <laughs> That's right. how they have to stack the odds so that she can win on the Phil Donahue show because he's an atheist commie. <laughs> yeah. That's and the audience member, the, the audience was full of atheist supporters. My of parents course. were front row surrounded by atheists. So 
intimidated to say the least, you know, but right. But your parents just stood, they just stood. They said, well, God called me here. So I'm going to stand here. My Lord, send me right. Which is such a beautiful thing. And, and that's a, it's a testimony that that is your takeaway is not my parents were, you know, zealots and they were convicted and this is a good thing. Your, your testimony is I learned how to stand from watching my parents do it. It's just crazy good. I get get goosebumps. And this is, so this is a, this is something that I don't, I don't talk about this. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge home education advocate, freedom, education, freedom advocate. Mm. I yesterday had somebody over at the house working and we were talking because she has three kids and she sends her, her one little girl who's eight to a very, very, very lovely Christian school. And I said, still, no, like still not better than homeschooling. I, it doesn't, right. it, it's just, it's not going to beat it. It's still going to lose. And you're, you don't understand what you're giving up. And I, I don't go to this argument, this argument that you bring today is phenomenal. And it's not one that's, that's mentioned enough. I'm going to start using it. Let's get back to your book because we want people to go buy your book, Conflicted. I'm holding it up now, Conflicted. It's a very lightweight paperback book, um, you know, full, chock full. It's great. It actually has a couple of uh, sweet little um, uh, illustrations in it, which I think is so cool. It, just a little bit, you know. But um, you start beginning at home about leaving public schools. You go into your personal testimony, some of which we've just heard. And, uh, and you talk about this, this moment where you saw your parents standing for their convictions and, and probably standing firm enough, righteously enough that they won. I didn't ask you how it turned out for them, but I imagine that they won. My parents? Yeah. Um, In public opinion, what would you say? Oh, public opinion. I mean, afterward, in the months following the the airing of the show, my parents got all kinds of uh, letters from people around the country saying that it was such a blessing to hear them stand up yes. and proclaim the gospel. Yes. Um, so absolutely, we have a little scrapbook of all those letters at home. It's really Aww. cool. So but let me like ask you, you this. Okay. Were they ever invited back to any other show? Um, <laughs> no, no. They went back to right? their day jobs. and They uh, can't stand it. They, the, right. the enemy can't stand it. And so they, if, if they had done a poor job, they'd be invited on every single show. Right. Yeah. And just right? being be made fools of, right. Right. They should count it as uh, a tremendous win that they were not invited to appear on another show. Right. It's beautiful. Right. Um, okay. And then you talk about your experience in mandatory staff trainings in Chicago public schools, mm-hmm. which you touched a little bit on and your conflict Um, And then you, you end the book on section three is called the way back home parents matter. And I think that um, that's where I want to sort of, you know, some um, conclude our time together because, because we have limited time, but so, you know, the message that you just gave is so powerful, but you come from the public school. And so, you know, parents are absolutely terrified of what you're saying. So how can you talk to them to reassure them as somebody who was teaching in the public schools? What can you tell us that, that we don't know? I mean, the, the, the subtitle of your book is pulling back the curtain on public education, right? right? 
So right. what is it behind the curtain, Mr. Oz, Wizard Oz, um, that that we're missing that that makes us think how inadequate we are, but that maybe you could share with us to help us not feel so inadequate. Like once you know how they make the the cake, you go, okay, so I could bake the cake if I wanted to, right? What's the recipe? What or or maybe we don't want to bake the cake the way that they're baking the cake. I <laughs> That would be my my vote, but go ahead. Right. So pulling back the curtain kind of alludes to, you know, there are things going on that you, you're you not seeing. Um, and there are two really big things that I want to talk about. I talk about my book too, is if for whatever reason, if you are sending your kids to a public school or even a private Christian school for that matter, there are two, two things you can do that are huge um, that I think will make a difference. One is you need to know what is in these mandatory teacher trainings. These are trainings that teachers go through every year, multiple times a year. If parents can have access, you, as of right now, you can't. I've never heard of a parent having access to this information. And that's probably intentional, right? Um, and then number two is the special weeks, special speakers, special celebrations like Pride Week or Pride Month. These are things that happen without parental consent, without letters going home. And these are the things that kids get most excited about. I spent most of my career in an elementary school, and I've seen kids get really excited about these special weeks. Um, you know, they get to make bracelets, they're coloring pictures, they get cool pencils, they're signing up to be LGBTQ allies in the hallway. And this is all without parents knowing what's going on. So pay attention to these two things. Fight to know what's going on in these trainings, the in-school trainings and the teacher trainings, and then pay attention to the special events, special speakers. Some schools now are starting to publish those special events on their websites. Um, but those are two things that are huge. I list many others in my book, but start there. And I think that'll be really helpful. But helpful how? Because we're talking to parents who are too afraid to homeschool. So if you're going to leave your kids in the school, but you can't do anything about the special events that they're doing, what are you going to do? Talk to your kid and tell them, hey, uh, we don't celebrate Pride Week, so I don't want you making a bracelet. Yeah, um, my my opinion is that homeschooling is the best option. Christian homeschooling is the best option. But again, public schools are jam-packed with kids. So most people are sending their children to school. And I think you're fighting really a losing battle. Um, and I heard someone say it once. I watched the Schoolhouse Rock um, Schoolhouse Rock documentary. And someone on there said, you know, if you're if you're a Christian and you're sending your kids to a public school, and your kids come home, you're going to have to unteach or unindoctrinate your kid on a daily basis, right? You're sending them into enemy territory and they're not equipped for battle. So I, you know, I think it's a losing battle. It's, it's not the best choice um, for children, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't consider it to be a valid choice at all. Uh, no. And I know that, I know that I get, I got a lot of pushback uh, on that, but um but unfortunately, I look at it as child abuse when you teach a child that they aren't the gender that they were born. I Me think too. that's abusive. Uh, and there are a lot of other ways that the, that the children are mishandled in our institutions, sadly. Uh, not the least of which is just the fact that we institutionalize healthy children. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. That's never been done before. It's this grand experiment. And yet somehow we think that we've, that school's been around forever. You know, it hasn't, yeah. this is a brand new thing right. in human history. So, mm -hmm. okay. John Stamper, here's the book conflicted. Um, Amazon 
anywhere fine books are sold or is there a special place where you want to send people to go get it pulling back the curtain on public education it's definitely on amazon it's also on masterbooks.com backslash conflicted that's the homeschool uh, curriculum provider that i also make courses for so i'm oh oh so this is a this is your new your new iteration you're a you're a homeschool class uh, course creator Right. I am through Masterbooks, uh, the Masterbooks Academy, which is their online portion. Uh, I started making courses really at the beginning of COVID and then started working with Masterbooks and it's been awesome. So um, they sent me with the book, they sent me the whole um, lineup of uh, mm -hmm. their catalog of opportunities that they have. Uh, looks very interesting. Of course, I'm I'm always one for pretty pictures. <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> yeah, they're great right. there. It's John Stamper, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us. That was uh, that was really profound. The I I would read this book. I would recommend this book just to read the story about how this a young boy watched his parents stand for Christ in an atheist environment on national television. That is some you got some some strong parents, and uh, it's clear that that you've benefited from them. Thank you. That's uh, really great of you to say. I appreciate that. And I agree with you. Yeah. All right. This is the Sam Sorbo show. Thank you so much for joining us. I'll see you next time.